You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcasts, and of course, YouTube.com forward slash up next every Wednesday night, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time uh, for all our live episodes of Up Next. But also join us this Sunday, 7 p.m. Yeah. Live watch along. It is another pay-per-view, which means another Up Next watch along. Clash of the Champions. Yes. Right? Are you excited? I'm very excited. We'll get into that a little bit, but Cool Kyle is what we're talking about today. Yes. That's it. I'm excited. We have a new NXT champion. Not quite. Not yet. But <laughs> it feels well. that way. Because Give him the damn title this already. This has been something we've wanted for a long time. Oh, boy. Look, we are an NXT podcast because we're your NXT friends. Friends! And Kyle O'Reilly is uh, a Canadian. I'm Canadian. Got to support my Canadian boys. And no, uh, spoilers, but Kyle O'Reilly is going to... Main event a takeover. He is indeed. Is what we'll be talking about today. And I cannot contain my excitement because uh, what a time to be alive. But we'll get into that. Yes. Welcome to Up Next. Uh, we uh, watch every week NXT. We also watch AEW. And it's a, it's a scary time uh, right now with, you know, uh, a pandemic. Uh, we live and record in Toronto, Canada. And... The numbers keep going up here and it seems like we're going into it seems like a TNA gimmick because we're going into lockdown two. Uh I don't I don't think we're there yet. Not quite um, yet, but uh people no, but it it's been Well I mentioned I this like fuck. I, I hear what's going on in the UK and I'm like, that is far worse the cases there well what and i'm trying to get at is we we watch wrestling 
which is a show that is like, yeah, it's a scripted kind of fake reality of a show, but the people, the, the people who are the entertainers are real people. And it's in news stories now that some of these guys are, you know, or potentially gals, anyone, all, people are getting sick and it's kind of scary and it's kind of hard to talk about. Uh, wrestling has just been in this weird limbo. I, I don't know about you, but like, as soon as there's a, a virus, a disease, a pandemic, your your hobbies and interests maybe get pushed more to the side. Obviously, like our like job is to talk and watch things and talk about it, but it's like these are these are real people, and and obviously we didn't watch AEW this week, but there's reports that 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 talent over there are are running a sloppy shop. No, uh, that you know they're getting sick and they have they have positive results of Corona and, and sorry COVID, and then. There's reports of people in NXT, and we have to watch and talk about a show tonight, and it's just... So it's been... Um, I just wanted to finish my thought from before, because yeah. you kind of cut me off Sorry. as I was just blowing off COVID. I just... No, what I just wanted to say... <laughs> you cut me off. I was... I, I didn't want to blow smoke. Well, you, yeah. you made it sound like we're locking down Sorry. tomorrow, and we're back in quarantine <laughs> no, back yeah. in March. No, I just wanted to say, like, numbers have been going up, but today they've started to go down, so I think it's... It's a good thing that we're concerned, like, in this province with the numbers and to see that they are starting to go down. Realistically, they were going to go up. Schools reopened. People have been more comfortable with kind of going out and stuff. It was kind of inevitable, but it's nice to see that people here, at least for the most part, seem to be taking it seriously, unlike other parts of the world. And obviously where a lot of wrestling is happening right now. Florida. Yeah, um... Maybe not so much, but uh, it's interesting to see the the take from both AEW and WWE because Renee in that in one of the podcasts after she left said about how um, they were kind of mad at her for disclosing the fact that she had COVID and they kind of didn't want it, anything announced until after the fact, sort of after kind of come out of the other end and been fine. Whereas Lance Archer today put out a tweet, was very transparent, kind of talked about the the people he's been in contact with and how uh, therefore he's got COVID and was very, as I said, transparent about it. And uh, I haven't read anything, but was informed just before starting that Brian Cage as well has been positive. Um I, it's inevitable. Like, is that it, legit? Do we know for sure? I don't. That's yeah. just we we got a message just beforehand, so that's unverified. Um, but yeah, it's well, it's the same with it's the same with NXT. So there was like reports uh, of of superstars, and then we're watching this show tonight, and you kind of go, "Well, hey, that person's not here tonight, and that person's not here tonight," and you're just like, "Oh man, like I hope everyone's okay." As of, I hope everyone's okay. It's just like, ah, oh, it's just you know when wrestling was still going when nothing else was and then mm-hmm. the sports have come and gone and sports have come back now and it's just i don't know things are just it's just but really then weird it's it's one of those things i find odd like i'm we're gonna be talking a bunch about kyle o'reilly later and i'm i'm so glad he's back but he didn't wrestle for the whole first part when exactly because of his diabetes and because of this disease and that was the point where no one was wearing masks. There was no testing being done. And now people are kind of following those guidelines and he's back. But now hmm. cases are being reported. It's so, scary times. Um, someone like him and someone like Roman has to be careful because they are more at risk, right? 
the the world's going up in flames is how I imagine it. Uh, the world, the 2020 is, is insane, but not even just a year or a number, but like just what's happening in, in multiple different reasons, just the world's going crazy. So I turn to professional wrestling as a, as a way to escape, uh, the world. And sometimes it, it's crossing over and it's, it's, you know, I hope, uh, everyone's kind of staying safe wherever you are, depending, uh, whatever. And not even cause you know what? Someone's listening and they're like, ah, you guys, it's a hoax. It's fake. It's, what, wherever, whatever your beliefs, whatever you think, I just hope everyone's all right. Can we just all be okay? Let's, let's hope we get out of this thing, whatever it may be. But, uh, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. We yeah. started the show off being like, oh my God, it's the end of the world, but we're over exaggerating. Yeah. Uh, no, I've been good. I've been working a, a bunch. Uh, I recorded a show with WH this oh, morning. Oh, nice. Uh, I don't think it's actually coming out till November, but uh, talking all about Steve Williams versus Kent Kabashi. Oh, that's from 1993. Cool. All right. um, so I'm giving everyone plenty of warning to watch that match. So, yeah. It's on YouTube. It's fucking great. Um, we got a message about the Stan Hansen show we put out for free yeah. on the post wrestling feed, kind of a one year, I don't know, birthday to our Patreon. Mm. And someone tweeted us like, Hey, what are those matches you guys were talking about? So I kind of tweeted that out. Post wrestling has retweeted as well. Like, go up and look up those matches because there's so many years removed. Like that match you're just talking about that they're kind of up on YouTube or daily motion because no one really cares. So yeah. you can go and find them and watch them. Uh, yeah. Hi- highly recommend it. It was, um, uh, really fun chat with WH, so I look forward to that being released. Um, and obviously it's G1 season. Yeah. And it kind of feels like New Japan is finally back. back. Um, Climax. I've, we're going to be doing a best match ever of the G1 this tournament next month once it's all concluded. Um, but some highlights from the first three days, I'd say, uh, Ishii Minoru Suzuki from night one was so entertaining. Um, I really enjoyed Tanahashi versus Naito. Uh, and then today, Osprey Ishii and Jay White Ibushi, I thought were really entertaining. Yeah, uh, I think Ishii is the G1 superstar he's every MVP year. Yeah, every he's, year. he's Mr. G1. He's Mr. Climax. Mm. Big Tom. I just like saying that word. Uh, I really been, I feel the same way. I've been watching this and I, I, we mentioned like we watch wrestling to an escape and stuff like that. I finally feel like I can get that out of my new Japan. I always like watching new Japan wrestling because you actually get the, they treat it like it's a real sport and it's like hard hitting and stuff. And since this is the first time I thought I, I was teased with it with that new Japan cup we had didn't quite get to like that level of fantastic stuff. We did a best match ever on that as well, but finally watching this, I'm like, okay, we're in the right direction. There's like a crowd kind of, hopefully they're doing their distancing and stuff. But, uh, I oh, think the, the way this crowd are behaving, I think they're like, I think they're taking it very seriously. The, the main event of last night's show, uh, and I'm, I won't go into results or anything, so don't worry, but Jay White is taunting the crowd. By going, come on, cheer for this guy, uh, Ibushi, Ibushi, che- and no one, you didn't even hear like one person try and start it, but they just start going like, clap, 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 clap. He's like, no, 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 cheer for him. He's your favorite, Ibushi. The J1. So if that was the point, people were going to break the rules um, and they they didn't. So I trust they're probably taking it very seriously uh because not even a pandemic can stop me now from watching the rainmaker okada uh i feel i feel like i'm i'm at peace i can like 
you know what? Some people, you feel good when you, you know, you have your, your ice cream or your, I don't know. You have your, your one thing that you, once I watch Okada, I'm like, all right, I feel good. I feel cozy. I still don't feel like I've been watching ah, Okada though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't it, like it that looks, money clip. It looks like Okada. Doesn't the clap. His, I have a theory that like, I, I really enjoyed, uh, him and the Kota Ibushi. Um, I thought that it wasn't anywhere near the level of their Wrestle Kingdom no. match, but I think it's kind of telling a story that like, they'll probably have a huge, big match down the line again i i imagine but i also like the matches like naito and tana was was awesome as well but again i'm i'm mr big tom ishii oh, yeah. i think he's great but I, i'm super excited watching this tournament and like you said we'll be talking about it uh kind of re- getting more in depth with the best matches from this tournament we're gonna t- we're gonna cherry pick of course i am absolutely bombing in the g1 picks so oh far. it's only day three so i feel like i could make a great comeback right. Um, but no, I suck at the moment. But I tell you what, we're doing fantastically in the fantasy football. Oh, you know that team you... that you and I sat down and what like drafted and and went about? through. We've got a fantasy football team, and for who? For like in the post wrestling fantasy football. What team am I on? You're on the BDE Ballers. Is that a team? That's what? our team. Is that what is? What we're are you talking two and about? right now. What are you talking about? Yeah, football. <laughs> Sports like NFL, yeah. Oh, wait, really? Yeah, <laughs> is football back? It football's back. Well, I thought I saw the Raiders, but I was like, What are they doing in Vegas? <laughs> Have you seen that venue? Holy shit, yeah. big the Death Star. Uh, okay, so apparently I'm on a BD Ballers, yeah. Great, are we winning money? Uh, that's to be. Oh, right. I, I'm pretty sure I don't M- like this answer. MJ set it up, so I'm sure there's money. Oh, okay. oh, well, you should have led with that. <laughs> We're in stocks. <laughs> In that case, <laughs> put it all on red. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's but been. But I know Way has a team for post as well, which I know he's taking very seriously. Wink, wink. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just something to say. We're, I'm not doing well in the G1, but I am doing well at fancy football. Maybe things will Bill turn Bill Belichick around. over here. Uh, well, I still think that's you... his name, right? That's, I just threw it out there. With Bill confidence. Belichick. Yeah. yeah. At the ball, just so I could flex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the G1 is like been interesting. It's only been a few days, but I, I definitely love watching it. But I will say I do cherry pick myself. I, I, I can read. I know I'm not going to. I mean, I was wearing my Tokyo pimp shirt the other day, but I, I know I'm not going to maybe watch every Yujiro match in this tournament. You know what I mean? But I'll definitely watch every but Yoshihashi. Right. <laughs> I'll definitely be watching every like Okada or Ibushi. Uh, I even. I I still I don't know how I feel about Cobb still I'm still like he's not I don't know he's like yeah. Mister three point five I feel yeah like, yeah just good matches nothing wrong with them golf but, clap like, mm. I feel like this is a good time for people who maybe don't even watch this type of wrestling to kind of give it a shot because like what else is there to do essentially but I, I think the G one's gonna even pick up even more steam definitely down the line and I'm super excited uh, another thing we 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 had to watch this week. Was something that we should promote. I yeah, I want to lead into it with a story, if okay. I may. Yeah, please. Um, we had, and I'm sure he won't mind me saying this, but we had a new world champion on okay. our Patreon this week. Yeah, we normally yeah. do our our thank yous at the end. I want to give the thank you out now. Okay, I know where this is going. <laughs> I messaged our Richard and went, "Hey, thank you so much for signing up, being a world champion. That's awesome." Have a think what you want us to to do for your Up Yours show, where our world champions get to pick something for us to review, and they come on the show. His reply. 
I was super drunk when I pledged this and don't remember doing it. Oh. Regardless, I'm going through with this shit. Fuck COVID. <laughs> After today's Raw, I feel like going with the Christopher Nolan Batman film. What? That has Bane in it. But again, I've been drinking, so I can't remember what it was called. Was it Batman Returns? Batman Revives? Batman's Retribution? Fuck it. Let's just go with The Dark Knight. Would love to hear you guys discuss it. So ends up picking the Batman film without Bane in. But anyway, so I inform him that as of tomorrow, yes, we are starting to review every Batman film. Yes. Um, and we're releasing <laughs> Batman, the 1989 Tim Burton review for free tomorrow to, to everyone. And we'll actually be getting to the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises pretty soon. <laughs> So, Thank you, uh... do you mind picking something else? <laughs> His reply, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining our Patreon. But uh, we will be doing every Batman movie for free on this very feed starting tomorrow night. We're we're doing a review of Tim Burton's 1989 Batman. And yes, uh, was it Richard? The, the, yeah. Yeah. We will get to Dark Knight Rise. I can't believe out of all of them, that's the one he's been waiting the most for. But he's, he, he said the Dark no, Knight he, with Bane. He said <laughs> he wanted to do the film with Bane, but couldn't remember the name of the film. So let's just do the Dark Knight instead. I think he wants Batman and Robin. That's what he wants. It's, which all, we'll get it's all coming. It's all coming your way. Uh, a lot of people have hit us up and said, hey, you're doing all the Batman movies. Well, then why aren't you doing Adam West? And... We already have on the Patreon for an episode of Up Yours. We just did a few months back, uh, so it's up there. Uh, but in case, you know, you're not a Patreon member and you want to start listening to some bat shows, I'm going to change that post on the Patreon to the Cruiserweight tier for only two bucks. You can listen to that show and all the other cruiser shows that are up there as well. But five bucks a month on our Patreon gets you all sorts of things because we're talking about the G1. We just did a best match ever G1 2016 show to get into the spirit of G1 and we talked all about Okada, Tana and everyone, uh, Kenny Omega and Naito as well as, is what we talked about and uh, I'm I'm trying to remember, what was what was the other review we did this week? Uh, it wasn't a really popular one. Oh yeah, um was it Back to the Future? Never heard of it. <laughs> yes, we do a show called Up Yours where the world champs pick stuff and we review it. And that was another one. Back to the Future, my favorite movie ever. I think it was our longest show ever. The review? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we went almost three hours in total. With, I think like, everything back Chris Price messaged uh, me earlier. Yeah. And he was our world champion who picked it. Who picked it Great and Scott. said went back and listened to it and really enjoyed all the tangents we went on. We went on a lot. Uh Wine is an amazing thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wine and uh, edibles. <laughs> oh, okay. You have the same thing. Uh, well, it's something that, like, yeah, you can hear when we talk about wrestling that we really enjoy. We get really into it. And Back to the Future is obviously something we both are really big fans of. And we just, like, nerd out about, like, fan theories. And, yeah, we went really long. But we go into, like, super crazy trivia and, and, and all this stuff. So, again, $5 a month gets you the G1 show, Back to the Future. We did The Room. We went from the greatest movie ever to the worst the worst movie ever to the greatest movie ever. Uh, and all sorts of things. But this week, we are also doing a show, Clash of Champions 1. Yes. The first one. The first one ever, headlined by Sting challenging Ric Flair. Great Scott. 
for the NWA World Heavyweight title. Woo. You see Arn and Tully in action. Yeah. You have, rest in peace, the Road Warriors. Yeah, rest in peace, Road Warrior Animal. Teaming with Dusty Rhodes in a barbed wire match. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Against, who is it? The... I don't know. Warlords or yeah, the some evil men of doom. Um, <laughs> and a call off. <laughs> we'll be talking all about that uh, on Friday's show coming out. So uh, all this to look forward to. And then obviously, once again, join us 7 p.m. for the watch along this Sunday for Clash of Champions. Um, I'll actually be joined. Braden's got to work, but I'll be joined by Chris Thunder from Down Under from Wrestle Oz Style Pod. Yeah. Um, Paul from New Jersey and John Sino Evil uh, to talk all about it. And obviously, I'll be joined by as many of you as possible. Um, these are always a lot of fun. If, you, if you're watching at home alone, why not watch it with your friends? Yeah, friends indeed. Uh, the watch-alongs are so much fun considering we are in this like pandemic era. And like, hey, maybe you don't have any friends who want to watch an Uso fight Roman Reigns. So you found one. In us. In you. <laughs> Let's quickly do some, uh, maybe predictions for Clash of Champions. You're, uh, yeah, which... I think that's the only match I know, dude. <laughs> the James one? Uh, all I know is we are a show where we talk about NXT. So before we get into some predictions, we kind of, we kind of glossed over something. Oh. We have a bit of a ritual on the show, Davey, and you're kind of forgetting something. Every time someone graduates yeah every time someone leaves the nest here in nxt we gotta leave the memories alone we gotta you know celebrate pour a little out so uh tea bag tea bar oh yeah i'm <laughs> mia yim I'm so sorry yeah how could you where are your manners uh mia yim yeah leave the memories alone protect your neck she's for the children uh shane thorne Jason, Freddy Mask. Slapjack. Is he Slap Slapjack? Slapjack. Do <laughs> <laughs> with the paper plate with the holes in it. I don't fucking know. Uh, Mace Windu. <laughs> um, yeah, who else? They haven't named Mercedes Martinez. Oh, Mercedes yeah. Martinez. Yeah, there's another one we lost. Uh, so, or Miriam. It's So nice. we lost a few here. So cheers to, cheers to people leaving the main roster, to making that bag, to get the bag... But at what cost? Uh, yeah. This is so strange. So strange. Um, the whole angle's been kind of shite. Yeah, but kind of. <laughs> but there's always that hope that maybe they'll turn it around, you know? Maybe once the reveal happens, it'll actually be pretty cool. Um, the names... It's kind of been known who these guys are for a couple of weeks now. And now they're in... They're in masks. They they apparently weren't employed by WWE. Maybe they're just lookalikes. Maybe it's cloning. I don't know. It's it looks a lot like them. It looks very <laughs> well. It's good cloning. Uh, it's very very strange. These names. At least uh, someone pointed out. At least you can kind of, if this fails, just bring them back as they were. If this and, fails, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, and not. Like, at least, like, Shane Thorne is complete. He's like, I want this mask. I'm called what? Slapjack? Yeah, cover my whole fucking face. What does that even mean? Um, yeah, this is... I've watched wrestling for a long time. 
this is bad. This is like some it's of really, the baddest. It's like bad. it's really bad. Uh, and you could tell from the beginning of this angle when they come out with chainsaws, you've already peaked. You can't go anywhere past. You've already had a fucking chainsaw and you didn't use it and you're poking people in the eye. The fuck? Um, I, I had to, I don't watch main roster stuff, but Twitter is a great way to watch Raw in five minutes because you just go through the clips they post. And I couldn't believe, I, I actually, Think it's a rib. It can't not be. This I, is so. It's I that feel, bad. It's that bad. It's I so feel bad. so sorry for them. Have you seen the replies on Twitter and all the people who are like every post they take down and repost up because people the replies are just like we're so sorry for you. We, this is terrible. This is so shit. They have to come out and change it instantly this week. I guarantee you, it'll already be different ways. Or it's or they're just it, or Vince McMahon or whoever Bruce Pr- whoever came up with this has to be is literally so stupid i watched a lot of bad wrestling like so much bad wrestling and there was a point in my time especially when i was younger when i loved it i ate it all up this is literally like so bad it's so funny i i can't actually believe it's real that's yeah. how funny no, it is. like that's I, I how bad it is. and that's thing it's like the picture of them with the the logo that they put where they're like retribution with Fair the mask. This was the same episode what? where Akira Tozawa got eaten by a shark, <laughs> and that's an afterthought. To and me. that's an afterthought because yeah. you go, why is Dominic died? Okay, all right. <laughs> so we've been we're your NXT guys, yeah, right. Well, he's been in NXT. And all these guys have remember, been in NXT. Remember, he was what Donovan Dijak, yeah, and then he came into NXT and they went introducing Dominic Dijakovic. And we went, what? That's not going to last. <laughs> I was expecting him to be called, you know, just Dom. Just Dijak or Big Dom. Sorry, nah, nah, hold my beer. T-Bar. What the fuck? What? He's T-Bar, right? I, yeah. What What would your retribution name be? Uh, Bray Hat? Be like, yeah, it could be Hats. <laughs> could be like Bong Hit. Hat Man. <laughs> Hat man, <laughs> I don't. Hat. I don't understand like hat what. Pain. What I don't understand what the correlation to these names are. Like it's like why is he called Slapjack? Why are they? Why is he called? You know, maybe we'll have a whole. You know how Matt Riddle came out and for fifteen minutes explained why he wears flip flops and doesn't wear shoes. He's not a good at explaining things though. No, maybe, maybe we'll just have Slapjack come out and. I can't even think what Slapjack is. I can't even... Okay. I, I urban dictionaried it, and I don't want to repeat what I found, <laughs> to be honest. So, yeah. But what's great is the hook for next Monday is I want to know what Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez names are. They're going to leave. They're going to be like, we, we're going back to NXT. Well, we don't need the pay raise. Imagine someone back. like Mercedes Martinez, though, who be, who's just been doing this for so long. Being and all, now you're making All money. over the world, and now you're like, you're like there. And you did NXT a really quick run and like, and now you're... You're this. You're in this. Blossom Pain. I don't know. <laughs> Blossom Pain? That yeah. sounds better than any of the names <laughs> that they just had. Sounds like Joey Lawrence is going to come out and go, whoa. Uh, yeah, look, I, I don't watch this stuff, but it's I do kind of have interest in seeing guys I've watched, guys and gals, watching for like years on NXT and then they kind of make their jump. It is interest and I... I I made the joke about Keith Lee a while ago, and what's he doing? Like, you know Let's what I mean? Let's not joke anymore. NXT, all you guys, you're perfect. Don't change Don't ever anything change. You rock. About Don't ever you. change. Don't ever leave us. Look what happens if you leave us. You leave NXT, you you wear a Jason mask, and you... So slap strange. jacks. So strange. Well, let's quickly get into our predictions. Are they wrestling? 
on the pay-per-view? I hope so. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope we've got in the, uh, I believe the kickoff, we've got Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Lucha House Party for the SmackDown Tag Championship. Sounds great. Who's going to win that one? I didn't even know what you just said. Cesaro and Shinsuke. <laughs> that team. <laughs> defending the titles against Lucha Houseman. Oh, they're the champs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those guys. <laughs> okay, Cesaro and Shinsuke. Yeah. Gonna win. I'm going to say the same. Um, we have the Raw Women's Championship. Asuka, do you know who she's defending against? Um, yeah, I heard, I heard John and Way say it. It's, uh, Zelina Vega. Selena She's Baker. losing. <laughs> I agree. I like how you slipped in that you actually listened to John Away this week. Watching, looking at what happened on Raw, like those are the best episodes to listen to. Uh, US Championship Bobby Lashley, who on half of Raw is a babyface, half is a heel. Uh, very strange against Apollo Cruz. I see Lashley retaining. Him. Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> we have the Raw Tag Team Championship. This match for the hundredth time, Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Andrade and Garza. Just put it on them. Come on, let's just do it now. Yeah, I agree. I don't want to see this match again. Uh, Women's Tag Team Championship, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus The Riot Squad. They're back, by the way. Oh, (laughs) which one? Well, Sarah Logan's pregnant, so not her. Wait. Liv and Ruby. Wait, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax are a team? They're the champions. Wow. Um, that team. That team? They're the champions? Yeah. That team. Yeah, I go with them as well. <laughs> we have Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Bailey. Bailey. She's I, a champ too, I right? agree, yeah. Um, now with to two matches I do actually care about. The IC Championship, Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn in a ladder match. Oh, what? Yeah. That sounds that's good. That's going to be great, right? Oh, that sounds all right. Uh, okay. Sorry, who's the champion? So Jeff They're fighting Hardy, over it. So Sami Zayn came back after his hiatus, but he vacated the title because okay. he just he won it at Mania and then didn't wrestle again. He didn't want to get COVID, yeah. So he's come back with the title. And he's like, no, I'm the real champion. Oh, um, okay, that's interesting. Jeff Hardy's the kind of legit champion. It sounds like SmackDown's all right. Yeah, oh, SmackDown's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'd like to see Sami, to be honest. Okay, let's do it. Um, and then Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. Uh, Roman Reigns. <laughs> Roman's gonna murder him. This is gonna be, that could be I, interesting. I might, I could maybe see this being like a quick squash and then oh. Jay like goes to shake his hand and Roman murders him. Oh, poor, and gets over, Jay. yeah, gets poor over Jay. really evil. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that doesn't like, the Smackdown side of it sounds alright. Smackdown but, sounds great, yeah. or does not. Yeah, it still doesn't sound that, that good. <laughs> I watch wrestling on Wednesday nights, yeah. baby, okay? Uh, we, we watch NXT and we do this show and then we watch AEW and, you know, say what you will about AEW. They've been, uh, hit or miss for me lately, but, uh, I watched that, like, special dynamite show last night because it aired at a weird time and I was like, oh, it's on night now? Yeah, sure. We talk about AEW on Up Nextra every Thursday on the Patreon as well and, it's there's so much wrestling you can now pick and choose. If I want to watch tea bags, I'll watch tea bags. If I want to watch, uh, what happens on eight men jump into pools of mimosa? Yeah, I can watch that. If I want to watch uh, a 52 a year old man slap the shit out of Big Match Tom, I can watch that too. Yeah, I can watch any part of wrestling. Wrestling is for the people. And I choose not to watch Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, and that's that's your right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right? Wow. 
What a time <laughs> to be alive. That's a pay-per-view? <laughs> well, it's network. A special, it's yeah. Network. I guess some people are going to be saying the same thing about TakeOver until they kind of saw the card take shape. Mm. I, I saw a lot of criticism on the, the wrestling Twitter today for, oh, the, the TakeOver isn't, isn't what it used to be. Which, you know, you, you could say that, but the world isn't what it no. used to be right now. But uh, then we kind of see where our takeover is going after watching tonight. And you go, okay, I'm excited. There's there's always been, like, highs and lows in NXT. Because it, it rotates and, like, it cycles people in and out and stuff. So we've definitely gone through a transition period. But I think it's on the up again now. Um, and I'm looking forward to see where it goes. And this takeover does feel a bit thrown together. Doesn't even have a name yet. Um, come on, come up with a name. It's just take. Oh yeah, doesn't even. They didn't even give us a name, did just they? Just call it Takeover Thirty One. I don't care. Like, call it something. Put it in the Thunderdome. Takeover Thunderdome. Yeah. Oh yeah, they didn't even give it a name. I just didn't realize that. Just Takeover. TKO. Takeover Kyle O'Reilly. Love it. Is what we'll call it. Uh, we'll get to that. But yes, let's talk about NXT from September 23rd, 2020. We start with a, in memory of Joe Laurinaitis. Is it Laurinaitis? Like related to John yeah, Laurinaitis? Brother, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, animal. Road Warrior Animal. Uh, my non-wrestling friends were messaging me today like, hey, do you know... Uh, this, do you ever get that when like people who don't watch wrestling but watch the news and they see like I feel pass away? I feel the Road Warriors were a team that people just recognize don't necessarily know their names but you're just used to the kind of the face paint the mohawk the face paint those like uh, shoulder pads yeah um, yeah I they're definitely a recognizable team even to non wrestling fans so uh, like like you mentioned we are, we're doing a clash of the champions one review on a patreon this week and yeah the road warriors are in this match uh we've talked about the road warriors legion of doom uh before on some patreon shows and i'm i'm a huge i always say animals got the the best power slam and then i'll bring that up later tonight cuz someone does it in tribute but rest in peace road warrior animal rest in peace road warrior hawk they're together doing doomsdays again one one way or another somewhere uh, rest in peace. But we start with the NXT full sail with a women's battle royal and the winner faces Io Shirai at TakeOver No Name. So there's a lot of people in this match. There's a lot of women already in the ring, but we have an entrance from Candice LeRae who comes down to the ring. Um, and Tom Phillips, Beth Phoenix are on commentary because Wade Barrett and Vic Joseph are uh, are off. So uh, and again, in this like time of like reports and people getting sick and stuff, you're kind of like, ah, oh, I don't Anyone know. Anyone who's off, it's you're just like, oh, they're not suspicious. here. Yeah, they're not here. They're on assignment. They're on assignment. <laughs> was it? Who was it? Uh, Isn't that David Otunga. He was on assignment. Was commentator on Raw. Went on assignment, and then just never came back. What was his assignment? I don't know. That's a strange. I want. I wonder what it was. Um, women's battle royal. Candice comes out. It shows moments ago before this battle royal took place. Candice LeRae backstage takes out Tegan Knox, uh, like attacks her her knee essentially with like what was it a, a steel pipe, just banging up Tegan's knee. Therefore, Tegan can no longer enter this match. But Candace comes out and she's all happy because she knows now her 
former best friend cannot stop her from winning this match. Rhea Ripley also gets an entrance here, but then this match is starting off. But there's a lot of familiar faces and unfamiliar faces in this match, um, including... Let's, let me run through some people. There's Casey Carter. Sorry. Casey Carter. Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro. Mm-hmm. Dakota Kai. Raquel Gonzalez. Catalina. Marina Shafir. Welcome back. Yeah, she came back. Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, Raven. Aaliyah. Raven was in this? It's fantastic. Blink and you miss him. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, not that Raven. Oh. <laughs> Different Raven. I thought it was AEW. <laughs> no, not that. Wait, there's a Raven in AEW? Do you remember that was rumored he was going to be the... The Exalted The one. Exalted He was one. in the crowd. He was just sat in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, he was just sat there. Now he's in a Women's Battle Royal on NXT. <laughs> <laughs> what about me? <laughs> what about Raven? No, different Raven. Aaliyah's here. Brandy Lauren. Indy Hartwell. Someone named Avery. You could tell... I'm... if I, Like, a lot of these people I don't know. So I'm I'm waiting for Beth and Tom to kind of tell me who they are, but then they kind of don't know. Like we know the NXT roster pretty well, yeah. And there were a lot of <clears throat> nobodies here. Yet, tell me about uh, Jesse Kamea's tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Kamea, uh, I shouldn't laugh, but Jesse Kamea tweeted while this match was just starting. She goes, "It's isn't it great get getting to see your competition beat each other up?" And I'm like, "Wait a second." There's people who haven't even been on TV yet, and you're not in this match? What I mean, does that maybe... say? But, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I didn't even think of that. Wait, you're saying, oh, no. Oh, my God. I didn't think of it. See, there's no... I shouldn't be laughing. There's... If you don't show up on the show, you have corona. That's what people <laughs> assume now. Isn't that fucked? That's wild. Uh, anything you hear, by the way, from us talking about corona and this person might... Don't take it. Take it for a grain of salt, because we're just watching a show and being like... This person's not here. This person's not yeah. here. We're not. Ju- I'm not a journalist. No, we're not reporting. Hey, this person didn't show. Uh, this uh, wait. Be- uh, we don't know. We don't. We're know. just we telling no you idea. they're not on the show. They're all on assignment with David Otonga. <laughs> with with Jesse Kamea. Yeah. Wow, she wasn't in this match. Yeah. Damn. Interesting. I just because Raven just- was <laughs> <laughs> and Avery. Uh, so. There, this match is chaos because it's a battle royal. Winner faces EO. Uh, Casey gets thrown out early on. Um, sorry, I, I, I'm trying to write all these people down, but, um, there's, there's someone named Gia who's the first elimination. Um, but everyone's kind of fighting and brawling. At one point, I, I I'm going to gloss over some, uh, it's eliminations. It's basically the whole first part of this match until the commercial break and during the commercial break is Rhea Ripley throwing just throwing. Out. All these nobodies over the over the ropes. Um, she's she's in the kind of two thousand and one Kane role here, right? She's just eliminating Rumble. everyone. Casey gets thrown out, but only lands on her bum. Mm-hmm. But her feet technically didn't touch the ground, so she then handsprings, handstands, walks over to the ring, and gets herself back into the ring. Does this count? I mean, technically her feet it's, don't touch, they, but like... They clearly say both feet must touch the floor. But like, We've damn. seen this before. I think Kofi's done this. Of course, before. yeah. So she gets back into the match. Uh, Rhea is it's now... Really impressive, though. It, like, oh, yeah. Like, to do a handstand and walk is mm. insane to me. Rhea Ripley throws Ellie over the top rope, and she this poor 
Oh, man. I, I thought Ellie was going to win this thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, she didn't, and she got. She just eats this barricade on the outside. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Aaliyah are fighting. Aaliyah's on the apron trying to stay in this thing, and it. I could be wrong, but did Rhea Ripley pull out Aaliyah's eyelash? I think so. Like her lashes. It was during the commercial break, wasn't it? And then but, Aaliyah yeah. freaks out, and it hurts, and then falls off, landing on Robert Stone to the outside, eliminated. Um, that, I mean, it's probably a false lash, I think, like fake lashes. Yeah. I would imagine, but like, ouch. But still, like, Rhea, come on. You're such a bully. You've, you've, you've had enough with these people. You've already made, um, you've already made Mercedes Martinez leave this group and become Slapshot or whatever on Raw. <laughs> Slapshot. Like, stop bullying Robert Stone and Aaliyah. Leave them alone. You uh... can just push her off. You're bigger than her. This is where it gets confusing, because I think it's Gia who gets thrown out by Carter. Uh, Casey gets thrown, but then she, uh, once again, using her skills, like, climbs onto, like, the barricade, and then uses the plexiglass at one point here to, like, hang on. Which, like, this got a bit, kind of... It got I, a I, bit think, much. I think they did too many spots yeah. with Casey here, um, but this plexiglass was just wobbling right back, <laughs> Um it was about as stable as our set is here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, this is going to go terribly wrong. She's going to fall. she so nearly fell so many times, but managed to keep going. She gets kicked, but then hangs on again. Yeah. And she keeps hanging on. And it's like harder. She's almost falling. And Carter is now on the apron, like trying to reach over. Like, I can, you can, I, give me your hand. Give me your hand. And she's like, no, you're, you're strong hand. And then someone takes advantage of this and Carter's dumped out of here but then carter who's now eliminated helps casey get back in using her like body as like jumping stone stepping stone yep. to get back into the match uh and beth says it's cheaper than uber tom <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm laughing at the, the i'm not laughing at the line i think i'm la more laughing at the way she the said it. <laughs> just to make that clear <laughs> but god bless beth phoenix um Rhea Ripley and Raquel are brawling and each trying to get each other out of it. And they end up eliminating each other out of the match. Um, Indy Hartwell is in here. She gets head scissored by Casey, who eliminates her. Uh, Dakota kicks Casey now out of it with like a running pump kick. And now it's Candice and Shotzi who are, are, are... So it's Shotzi and... and Sorry, it's Shotzi and Dakota who kind of go at it a little bit here. And it's Shotzi who eliminates Dakota Kai. Thus, Candice and Shotzi, the final two in this matchup. So you kind of could spawn different stories from, out of, it, out of yeah. this. But Candice LeRae, Shotzi Blackheart, they're going at it. Candice hits a rope-hung neck breaker, one of her uh, moves that she always hits. Candice now gets thrown, but she's on the steps. It's another one of these like weird elimination, like, oh, well, you're technically not eliminated. Candice is on the steel steps, and Shotzi's just trying to kick her off it. But then Candice almost like monkey flips her. Shotzi goes flying into the barricade, thus being eliminated. Candice LeRae wins the Battle Royal and becomes the number one contender at TakeOver for Io Shirai and the women's title. Shotzi's elimination looked painful. She, she was flying. thudded on the on the mat there. But yeah, this uh I think this is the right choice. Um go back to that match. It won't take too much. Like this this takeover is coming pretty soon. It doesn't take too much to rebuild up that feud. Yeah. Um you've already had the first I'm already match. Sold. We've kind of been 
wanting this match again for a while. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a good choice, especially when we're in a weird place and I assume we're going to do maybe a women's war game. So then you don't really need to worry about another contender until January. So you've got a lot of time to build up someone for the January challenger. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was, this was all right for, there were some cool spots. I thought Casey Catanzaro was great. I think they went to that well, maybe a bit too many times, especially when, you know, she's someone who's got to do something in a battle Royal and a Royal Rumble now. Of like, course. Save, they mentioned save it. Save yeah. your, save your moments. Don't, don't blow them all in one, one yeah, match. Yeah, I agree. Um, and yeah, I thought Rhea looked really impressive. It seems like she's gonna, I assume, start feuding with Raquel, with them both eliminating each other. Um, but yeah, this, this was okay. A yeah, but of, what about Raven? What about Raven? <laughs> Rhea Ripley eliminated Raven. You think she'd see it coming? <laughs> different raven yeah you, did you ever watch that show uh no i know what you mean What's what the, was it tell me about Raven. no just something about raven <laughs> what's it called <laughs> tell me about raven <laughs> that should be my show tell me about brayden uh it was that's so raven that's so raven <laughs> yeah and then cory in the house i met a girl called raven once she spelt it like r-e-a-v-y-n or something like you that. you lost me at r-e <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> it's <laughs> raven <laughs> how hard is that uh candice LeRae and johnny gargano celebrating in the ring he's a proud hubby because his gal is going on to take over um yeah I-, I thought this was a lot of fun like you said they went to like the weird kind of hokey spots a little too many times but it still it still did it was still entertaining for me to watch. And I'm, I'm super excited to see the rematch Io Shirai versus Candace, but now the roles are reversed. Yeah. So yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, Chris Thunder in the chat says, quote the Raven. That's so, uh, <clears throat> Damien Priest is backstage with Sarah, the interviewer who mentions Damien, you got a North American title shot against Johnny Gargano, who was just out there celebrating with Kando, Candace. Damien's- Kando, that's her raw name. Kando. <laughs> Kando. Uh, Damien says Gargano is great. This is a huge match. This, it's Johnny Takeover. It's Johnny. He made NXT, but my reign of infamy will end it. He was in the ladder match and the title slid through his fingers and he's good, but it sucks to be him because he's going to continue to slide through my fingers. He mentions Austin Theory here as well, I think. Yeah, he he puts Austin Theory over as well. It's a real kind of I quite I I'm quite enjoying Damien Priest in this role because he's he's quite cocky and arrogant, but is also putting over the other people as well. Like Austin Theory, it's like, yeah, he's like he's a hell of a talent, but I'm just fucking better than him. <laughs> um and then he tells Sarah, uh, hey, Sarah, you're good at this. I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> What was, did, am I just forgetting, did something happen between Priest and Gargano on a previous week? They just announced this match they, this week d- on They Twitter. did just announce the match. Yeah, yeah. There's not really, I mean. Couldn't Gar- you have just done this had year? the angle today and then announced the match? <sighs> I mean, Maybe my memory's just going, but I don't remember anything setting this up. I don't either, but I just saw it was announced this week and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Sounds so cool. Maybe they just tricked us. They're like, they'll think it's great and they won't ask questions. And I'm not. I'm just like, yeah, this is probably the best scenario it is. Cause why wouldn't Gargano be in like a ma- major marquee match at a takeover? Cause he's Johnny Takeover. 
Uh, someone in the chat says Johnny took a, a a shot at him in the in the Gargano thing. Oh yeah, in the in the didn't he call him like what? Is, that's all it takes. That's yeah. Sure. While you sat at dinner, was that what he said? I don't remember. Yeah, I, we'll get to that later. Yeah. But it's Sherlock Dango. Oh, my favorite segment. Is this your favorite segment? You made so. me, we watched it like five times. So, <laughs> uh, it's all the tag teams of NXT. So like three of them. And they're all backstage while Fandango is dressed as Sherlock Holmes. He's trying to solve the, the case of something. Why are you laughing? I don't know what his accent was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was. He went for British, but I know it was very entertaining. He's trying to, he's, he's, trying to talk to the tag teams here and they're all yelling and arguing at him it's roderick strong danny birch raul mendoza and fabian eichner now i just mentioned four guys who are in tag teams Mm. i did not mention their tag team partners covid (laughs) i'm kidding uh i mean maybe yeah we we don't know yeah we don't know so fandango has this like board and he's drawing their names out and he's trying to explain something william regal comes in he's like what's going on fandango starts to talk to him regal says don't talk to me in a fake english accent but he does anyways regal can't understand him so he turns to danny birch who danny birch uh what did danny birch say danny birch says me and the sherman versus the merchant and the burke winners take on the septics Regal goes, oh, why don't you just say so? And then leaves. And everyone's like, what? So what Fandango was trying to say, or Sherlock Holmes, Fandango Holmes, he says that there's going to be a tag team match. Danny Burch and Roderick Strong versus Mendoza and Eichner. And the winning team gets to face each other. The the teams of that team face each other. Exactly. But I went back to rewatch this to work out the... He's doing translation. rhyming slang. Yeah. So I worked out right away because I, all I, we kind of caught the end and he said, oh, septic. Okay, septic tank equals yank Americans. So okay. the winners take on the Americans. But he says, me and the Sherman, Sherman, Ben Sherman, like the clothes brand. The Sh- okay. Ben Sherman, Sherman rhymes with German. Okay. So he's saying me and the German but he's with versus what? the merchant, which is a merchant banker. You know, wanker. Okay. And the Burke, and there used to be something called the Berkeley Hunt. Ah. Do your rhyming. But he doesn't partner the German, and Eichner is Italian anyway. He's partnering Roddy. Oh. So he, he messed it up. Whoa, you cracked the code on this, this uh, what is it, Cockney? Cockney rhyming slang. Well, let but us know it, at Up Next Podcast so on Twitter. So unless... Sherman means something else that can be Roddy, but I I can't put that together. Sherman normally means German, but as I said, Eichner is Italian anyway and wasn't teaming with him. So wait, if I call someone a merchant, does this mean a bad thing? You're calling him a wanker. Whoa, I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to use this now. Yeah, you'll see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call someone this this week. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, take off, you merchant. You merchant. They're going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was confused. I was like, why is he calling Raul Mendoza a merchant? I'm like, was a salesperson? I don't understand. I don't understand. But thank you for the translation. You're thank welcome. you. Da- I mean, William Regal thanks Danny Birch for the translation. But uh, you, he- you heard it here first. But yeah, he first. got it wrong anyway. He got his own thing wrong. Yeah. Let's add, maybe we should tweet Danny Birch and be like, hey, tweet yeah, right be like, Danny, this is what you said, but we're just trying to make out what you said because you shouldn't be going around calling people merchants and Shermans and what was the other one? Something else. 
Germans, Germans, Shermans, and all the words. Um, <laughs> so that was a segment that happened on NXT. Yeah. <laughs> we have Champa, Tomasa Champa, who has his new attitude, the, the evil Champa, back to his old ways again. He comes down to the ring. It's a grudge match against Jake Atlas. So Champa just likes beating people up. He beat up Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas is pissed. So he's getting his, his retribution here tonight. Jake Atlas, he has a new attitude and a new look with the, the, the pants, the, the different, I don't know. His gear looked more serious. He looked more serious today. <clears throat> Tom Phillips and Beth Phoenix, uh, said the same thing that they like this new side to Jake Atlas. It's like Champa awoken something in him, like getting the, the shit kicked out of you is going to change you. And it has to Jake Atlas. So as the bell rings, Jake is on the attack and he's bringing it to Champa. He attacks him with series of strikes and Champa keeps fighting back, but Jake gets the upper hand. They're fighting on the outside and Jake lifts the, the ring skirt, the curtain and goes to do to Champa what he did to him weeks ago with the, the guillotine, what is it, the slingshot thing, but under the ring yeah. to like the metal part of it. But Champa gets out of it as the ref says to, to Jake, don't do that. You'll get disqualified. Don't think Jake cared. Um, they are having like a slug fest again back in the ring. There's then a huge pump kick from Atlas in the corner to Champa. Champa's on the outside and Jake hits a golden triangle moonsault. You must be watching that G1 like Kota Ibushi. There's then the rainbow DDT attempt, which is like a cartwheel onto the ropes and then into the DDT. But while he's upside down, he's kicked in the head. Champa hits him with the Willow's bell. He pins him. But he breaks up his own pin at a one count. He then picks up Jake, hits him with this modified version of the fairy tale ending, kind of like lifting him over a little bit. While he, it looks like he's going to lock in an armbar or something while he did it. Pins Jake Atlas. Champa stands tall, winning here. Uh, I thought this was a lot of fun. It was a little shorter than I expected it to be, but it kind of is, I guess, going in a direction with Champa. Um, but I, I kind of really liked this this side of Jake Atlas. I got. I don't. I don't like smiling wrestlers. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm, I'm with you. I don't like people. Just well, he likes to have fun. He just likes to smile and he's happy. He's so. It's like no, no. This is supposed to be like meant to be fighting. This must be fighting. Yeah, him, right. Like so. I liked this actually um, a lot. Yeah, and I just furthering Champa being a heel, kind of breaking up that pin, um, and yeah, the the kind of fairy tale ending just said was different. Like it, it was, was weird, modified, but it kind of looks safer. Which, like, I would like break it up to hit the more devastating move, whereas he just kind of drops him on his back. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Willow's Bell's worse. Looks than, way more yeah. devastating, right? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm going to finish you this way. Just maybe he's trying to say something. We'll see. Uh, we have a video for Ridge Holland. He says, "Back home in Yorkshire, I was eight years old when there was four kids and they tried to mug me, but I laid them out." I could understand him here. I could understand this Brit. He says that he l- laid those four bodies motionless. And ever since then, I've had to fight for everything. And it shows clips of him in like the streets. And it shows clips of him in rugby that we've mentioned kind of how he was a, a rugby player, even here in, in Toronto. But uh, the clips of him just murking people on the, the rugby field is impressive. Uh, like the shoulder tackles and kind of he's doing some Stan Hansen lariats on the rugby field there. Uh, looking serious. I kind of like this. I was like, okay, you're showing me like more than how many times do they bring in a British character and go, oh, I fought on the streets. Cause like that's, yeah. that's like since William Regal has been that. And I'm like, okay, 
But then it shows them the rugby clips, and I'm kind of like, okay, it's a little different avenue. And rugby looks like a tough sport. So, what do you think of this? Oh, yeah. It's it's just highlighting him more. I think he if we're going to see him more often on NXT, we need these kind of videos. Um, he's impressed me so far in the in the few appearances he's had. Um, so, yeah, I, was, I, I thought this was needed. And as you said, it's kind of cool to, especially maybe a, an audience who, obviously in the UK, we're very familiar with rugby, but to maybe a North American audience, like just seeing this and seeing how like tough he is running through these people in the rugby field. I'm kind of cool. I'm Canadian. Yeah. I don't really like real sports, but and I know someone's, a lot of people are about to get mad, but I think it's rugby's way more like tougher than football, like NFL, like NFL, you barely, you, you run for 10 seconds and then the play's done. Like, you know what I mean? Like and commercials. Yeah. Like it's not really that exciting. You know I, what I mean? I mean, I think there's, I think there's definite, skill in yes. both but agreed i think rugby is like physically yeah like, way more physical way more right brutal. i know people are gonna be like wait it's like well, don't you hate on no i'm not like hating on football i'm just rugby though like these guys are f- running into each other they're pretty vicious even my buddy shane is on the canadian rugby wheelchair rugby team wheelchair rugby is even more fucked up they're in like little tanks crash into each other it's fucking crazy murder ball uh so ridge holland's in action later tonight so we also have the uh, match announcement. William Regal has confirmed it's Roddy Birch versus Eichner and Mendoza. And then the winning team will face each other for the number one contender for the tag. That's up next. But it's a video. I saw Triple H tweet this earlier today. A music video, but the music video is mixed in with promos for the match tonight. The gauntlet match tonight. It's Corey Taylor. Isn't he your favorite? Yeah. Second favorite. Right. What, what band is he in? from uh the the one with the masks <laughs> yeah <laughs> retribution retribution <laughs> cory taylor i think slipknot yes yeah. it's slipknot and stone sour uh it's his new song culture head but as it plays it's got videos from each guy in the lovely gauntlet. song <laughs> yeah i know you loved it reminded me of celine <laughs> We have. Are we watching more Celine tonight? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Cameron Grimes, who's doing yoga in the grass, <laughs> shirtless. Love it. He's not quite on the moon, but it's the you know second best place. He says, "Now that Balor has the title, well, that's all I need to go to the moon." <laughs> As he's doing yoga, it's great. So it shows Thatcher, who's like making some guy submit while he's cutting the promo. He's like, "Titles are nice, but I just want another round with Finn Balor." Cuts the Bronson Reed. He's in his gym. He's weightlifting. He says, the prince says the business watches you. Prince, well, prince I'm watching and I'm ready to be champion. And it has like this like GoPro shot of him doing the splash or something. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. Kushida. It shows Kushida and he's kind of in a gym training as well. And it has like him speaking in Japanese and like the subtitle underneath. And it says he doesn't matter what he has to do, but he will be standing face-to-face with Finn Balor again. There's history there. And then Kyle O'Reilly, who's uh, he says, I'm part of the era, boys, but it's not about that. It's about me standing on my own, becoming champion, and that's undisputed. So all the guys later tonight with the song, culture, head, just guitar, just guitar, wailing over everyone talking. Uh, I kind of like this. This is pretty cool. Yeah, it made it feel like a big, important match to close the show. I like when you hype up your main event, even if it is just a TV main event. Um, it got me more excited for it. 
I think this song is the takeover song. I could be wrong. I assume so, yeah. But like also, wouldn't we be mad if they just said, Here's this music video that we had to watch for three minutes? Like they yeah, should not sure, yeah. they should not ever do that. Completely. So to do that here while still kind of getting a new song over. They've always works. been good with that yeah. in in NXT. I thought this was cool, showing each person in their their like their realm. Their habitat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, here's a habitat we are not used to. Two tag teams of two different tag teams. Roderick Strong and Danny Birch, the governor, versus Raul Mendoza and Fabian Eichner. So neither of their partners are here. Yeah. Again. Strange. Um, <laughs> earlier in the night, did Fandango, he didn't call them Legado del Fantasma. He called them something else. He called them something else. And then Tom Phillips doesn't even call him Raul Mendoza here. He He's him. like, oh, Danny Birch just caught Santos Escobar midair. And you go, oh. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I uh, pause here because we haven't talked in a while of uh, NXT meals. Mm. That we've had. Usually this past summer, we've just been barbecuing. But apparently charcoal is a fucking hot commodity oh, in Toronto right boy. now. There's like a, a shortage of charcoal and we can't barbecue. Today summer was ended. gorgeous. We really wanted to barbecue yeah, today. But uh, we usually, you know, make food and then we, we cook for each other uh, every other week. Like we swap cooking. And we wanted to barbecue, but we can't find charcoal. So uh, you said you were going to make lasagna. Well, first of all, I send you a message going home. I'm yeah. like, oh, think of doing lasagna. You're like, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Then I go, oh, I just found charcoal. You're like, no way. Are we are we barbecuing? Went, Barbecue lasagna. I went, no. I'm like, why? Sent you a photo of the charcoal. Yeah. They were charging $114 for the same bag of charcoal that we've been getting for what? $14. Like $14? <laughs> 10 bucks? That's oh fucked. my. So we yeah. had lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Not any lasagna. I, you didn't come up with a name with it, so I, I did it for you. Lasagna del Fantasma. Okay. <laughs> That's why I bring it up. Okay. Because you tried to incorporate, like, you made a lasagna, but then you put, like, a Tex-Mex swing to it on the top of yeah. it, while, and then you put it back in the oven. So, I lasagna like del Fantasma. Lasagna del Fantasma. <laughs> yeah. I like it. LD, LDF? The lasagna of the phantom. It was great. It was great. We still have uh, some left. We still have left for later. Uh, for AEW watch along later. Um, Roddy and Danny versus Mendoza and Eichner. Roddy is getting beat up. He's sorry. He's getting beat up by Mendoza early on, who Mendoza hits a lion salt for an early two count. They go to commercial break, but when we're back, there's a beautiful belly to back suplex from Eichner to Danny Birch. Now it's chaos. All four guys are, are like hitting each other. Not, not the same members of the team, but there's lariats, there's drop kicks. Roddy hits this move on Eichner where he usually lifts you up, folds you, and then backbreakers you. But instead he throws Eichner on top of Mendoza, who's like nested in the middle rope in the turnbuckle. This spot is crazy. Roddy is the workhorse. And we've said it a million times. They go, we need this match where there's missing people today. People have COVID. Roddy, go out there for a match. And Roddy can just do it. We've seen it. Where someone gets injured, Roddy jumps in. There's someone injured in the match. Roddy's on top of it. Just Roddy is legit the workhorse of this show. Oh, he's fantastic. Don't ever fucking leave to the main roster, please. Don't go to the Rod. Just a Rod. <laughs> Strong Rod. Strong man. <laughs> Strong man. That's the other show. <laughs> <Very> true. <laughs> Um, 
<laughs> so Roddy's just murking people. He's cleaning house, but runs into a spine buster from Eichner. Only a two count. Mendoza's now on fire. There's kicks to everyone. There's then Roddy and Danny, who somehow get on the page, same page. Roddy hits the sick kick while Danny hits the Tower of London. Danny Birch picks up the victory. Therefore, Roddy and Danny win. It's going to be Era versus Danny and Oni sometime down the line. And the winners of that will face Dango and Breeze. But uh interesting concept of a match, but also, like, didn't hate it as well. No, I, I quite enjoyed it. I, I kind of do think that um, maybe, maybe not all of the teams, but I think Bobby... Him not being there tonight was, um, yeah, something that you can think about there. Because um, not coming out at the end of the show as well, which you would really assume Bobby Fish would, um, that they haven't announced that it's for TakeOver, which makes me mm. also wonder that, um, <clears throat> is there something with positive tests, right. maybe? Yeah. Because otherwise you go, these teams are facing next week and the winners will face at TakeOver. But they're just doing the at a further date, which could be takeover if people are okay by then. You're right. They did not say that. They did not say that. We have a but good match. I, yeah. I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was fun. And also just a different mix of people who you don't normally see uh, like facing each other. So, well, isn't it, it cool? Like you see Roddy and Danny yeah. like, teaming together. It's very interesting. Cause, and Eichner, like Roddy and Eichner, when they were going at each other, that sounds like a singles match that yeah. just would fit so good. Um, I liked how, look, there's, there's, uh, Danny Birch doing the, the ode to Nigel, the Tower of London. He's back. Just on NXT. On NXT UK. Yeah. We yeah. want you here, Nigel. Yeah. Well, who are they going to put on that show? Vic Joseph. Trust me, they don't put anyone on that show. <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> um, so you know, this was a weird, this was like an alternate universe match and it was weird, but a uh, cool concept. But uh, yeah, interesting that there's people missing. There's some characters mm-hmm. missing. We have Austin Theory, who's backstage, he's being interviewed, but he's instantly interrupted by Johnny Gargano. Johnny says, Austin, I've been watching you. You have a matchup next with Damian Priest. Well, you've got all the God-given talent in the world. Kind of like me. You remind me of me. But remember, Priest is big, so you gotta bring him down to your level. So why don't you soften him up for me for TakeOver? And trust me, I won't forget it. Go get him. So Johnny's like, hey, Austin, uh, little friend He's here. He's pretending to care. Yeah. He really doesn't care no. about theory. Uh, <laughs> but I quite like him in this role of just being a bit of a prick, just like winding up this kid and being like, yeah, you know, if you help me out, Johnny's I can great. definitely help you out. Um, Johnny's great at whatever he does. Yeah, honestly, Johnny's always a highlight for me. Maybe not when he's having dinner. So it leads us to our next match, non-title. Damien Priest, North American champion, versus Austin Theory. Early on, Priest kind of scares Theory, where he's like kind of psyching him out a little bit here. Priest has advantage. Kind of takes a spin on the Undertaker's move here, where he runs, he, he's not, not runs the ropes, but walks the ropes like old school, and then... Cross bodies Priest, which is awesome considering the size of Priest. Theory fights back with a standing moonsault for a two. There's then like a roll through, rolling thunder through the ropes into a standing drop kick. There's then Priest who fights back with an elbow into the corner. There's then the flying sit-out falcon arrow. There's Theory who kicks out, comes back with a torture rack bomb, only a two count. Priest gets up with the cyclone kick 
And then on the outside, Priest picks up Theory, gives him the Razor's Edge. I know Summer's over, but the the Crucifix Powerbomb Razor's Edge is one of the best moves to do into a pool on someone. But Priest doesn't do it in a pool. He does it on Austin Theory on the apron. Ouchie. Rolls him in the ring. Hits the Reckoning. And Priest pins Theory. He stands tall. And then out of nowhere, Gargano attacks him. And while he's laid out, Gargano does the reaching over his head to grab an arrow pose and then pulls back the bow and does the archer pose with this shit-eating grin on him and then it fades to commercial. So, calling it now Hawkeye or Green Arrow? Oh my god, that'd be so meta and I love it. Yeah, it should be... Uh, that makes sense. It should, right? it should be Hawkeye because like, no one likes Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Jeremy Renner had that app? Oh, uh. Those were, the, those were the days before the pandemic ruins everything. <laughs> uh, this was a fun little match. It was obviously designed to get Priest over in a, like a squ- – I wouldn't necessarily say squash, but it was a squash. It, it's just giving more wins under his belt. Yeah. Um, the match for me was kind of just there, but it, yeah. it's to further him and Gargano, which I'm sure will be a really good match. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for that match now that I th- even think about it more. So we go to our next segment – and it's night vision goggles. At least some sort of view like that. Night vision, like green and stuff. And we hear a distorted thing and we see like almost like Matrix-esque thing. Kind of a hacker type thing. And we hear voices, but it's almost like automated voices like coding or Siri or something along those lines. But all mixed together. Uh, they say a bunch of shit, but basically they say years of dedication to to be taken over. Something about my champions something about being the titles have been in isolation for far too long and now i'm back to take what's mine and then it flashes the date and the date is 10 4 2020 which is of course take the o- 10th of april <laughs> if you're from my oh the okay yeah. got you no, uh, uh, take over yeah take take over october 4th yes. there's still no name for that um, yeah, so obviously the internet's going crazy. Crazy! Trying to work out who this who is. Who could it be? Um, do you see this as someone who's been away from NXT for a bit, from an injury or whatever, and is coming back? Or do you see it being someone coming back from the main roster to NXT? Oh, okay. So you think, yeah, there's a lot of different ways you could go with this. So some people are saying, I mean, you see this person this figure there's like a, a a thing of titles and they like break the the glass and grab this title to me it looks like the nxt world title yeah so instantly people are like oh carrying cross is back i don't think don't think that's it um but there's definitely a few names that you could you could throw around at this um some people are saying that it's <laughs> bobby rude <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, that's, that's kind of what you've got to think if we're Please, thinking of... Please, God, no. I know, but if we're thinking of past champions, what have you got? Bo Dallas, Big E seems to be getting a push on the main roster right now, so I doubt it would be him. Uh, Bobby Roode, or the one that excites me the most, Samoa Joe. Okay. Uh, it didn't look like Samoa Joe. It looked a little <laughs> slimmer than Samoa Joe, but I don't know, I'm pretty sure Mercedes Martinez looked right. a lot like Chelsea Green a few weeks uh, ago okay. on... Raw. Um, hmm. Yeah. I don't know. What it, about T-Bar? T-Bar. <laughs> or we could be looking at other champions. Um, 
maybe like a ricochet coming back for the North American title. Or when he just said unfinished business, it's like it was something never got to achieve there. Um, yeah, I don't know. They talk this per, this, the voices talk about paper champion. Yeah. So I'm like, well, what, what is that? What does that mean? What does it all mean, Basil? Uh, the internet says Ember Moon. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't really see that happening. Uh, I mean, she's probably going to be ready to come back soon. But I don't know if the women's division really... I, I think it's the men's that you could do with someone else joining. Um, there's also, obviously, talks of um, Jordan Devlin, who... Yeah, paper who, champion. Talking about Isolation. Paper champ- champion. And obviously, he never lost his cruiserweight title. Uh, this is meant to be an interim one. Um, I just think to kind of whether you're going to bring these people back or not, but to hype someone up like that as well, I think they're incredibly stupid. If it ends up being Devlin, um, I don't know if it's going to. I don't think it's going to be him. I, I kind of hope it's not him. Um, I don't think that. I mean, th- there's. Again, it's this is another person where we get uncomfortable talking about if we have to talk about this that guy on this show because uh, there is you know accusations and 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 the stuff, but that also just doesn't fit that. Uh, I don't think it's like some weird. It, it would w- take the accusations aside. It would still be a letdown if you were to hype someone up and it's oh it's Jordan Devlin return. It was a cool video. Yeah. The way they shot it was like almost Matrixy, and then this like drone shot like flies up. Yeah, like way up in the sky. So it was cool, but is it Sammy Callahan? Is it the hacker? Is it Ricochet? He's busy feuding with Rob Van Dam and Katie Forbes right oh, now. It's God. not going to be him. Oh man, uh, it's Rob Van Dam. I would like it to be Joe. I I think that would be cool, and just have them Samoa Joe versus have them Finn ruin Ballard? the main event, and then you can have Kyle hasn't like lost his opportunity. What if it's Retribution? No, God, I hope not. At Up Next Podcast on Twitter. Who do you think it is, guys? Let us know. Who is it? Who's going to show... Remember back in the day, that was always NXT. I mean, that's wrestling's thing. You always go, someone's showing up here. And you're like, all right, who's going to be? That's no, wrestling. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. we, we're given something that we're going into TakeOver and we go, oh, I wonder I wonder who it is. Who's, who I wonder is, how they're going to disappoint me this time. The best The best one is uh, Save Us. 222. Jericho? Jericho. That was one of my favorite yeah. ones. Because you're just like... It has to be him. Is it him? It can't. It's not him. It is him. And it wasn't. Was it him? <laughs> we have a video. I'm saying we, we didn't talk about someone. Connor oh. Reeves. <laughs> Isolation. Paper champions. Finest. Yes. <laughs> the finest. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine that. Hey, he's back from injury, isn't he? It's going to be. I, can't, I would oh, be. I can't wait. Why isn't he in retribution? What would Kona's retribution name be? Hey, <laughs> drop. <laughs> His move is the Hawaiian drop. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> the, the luau something? I don't know. What would, yeah, the tiki. Not T-bar, but the tiki. <laughs> fine. Just fine. <laughs> not the finest. Just fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know who this is going to be. But then we have a different video for someone, and it's Isaiah Swerve Scott, who is pissed that he's not a champion. He it's a video showing all of the victories he's he's gotten over the cruiserweight champion uh, Escobar and he says that I have all these victories and I'm so close to beating you one last time to take what's rightfully mine. So what about this? Me and you one on one. No legato, no masks, 
just step in the ring with me and I'll show you that I'm better than you. So Swerve and Escobar, I think, should be a takeover match. I feel like these two deserve, not, yeah, not even you- in the deserve, just I feel like it makes sense. I feel you could put it on takeover. For I think sure. I think we've talked about we've danced around a cruiserweight title built up enough. Yeah. I think for a while now, uh, the YouTube room thinks Kona Reeves' retribution name would obviously be Crush. Kona Kona Crush. Yeah. We go to our next match: Ridge Holland versus some guy. Uh, I think it was Anthony DeLuca. Is that who? something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Anthony gets thrown around a lot. Overhead throw. Another. Belly to belly type overhead throw. And then Ridge Holland just gets really upset here and just decides to headbutt this guy Ooh. like five times, six times. Like in I, the corner, just repeatedly. This is crazy. Uh, it's so nasty. He then picks the body up, hits him with this like emerald flosion snowplow type move, which they're calling Northern Grit. Mm. Ridge Holland gets the victory here in a squash. Um, good entertaining squash though. Like I like him. when I was you- scared. I like when you see these guys, like, just, yeah, th- this looked scary, um, yeah. which is good. Um, those headbutts, yeah. Were, I, I'm not a fan of headbutts, but these look good. I have this weird thing with headbutts, especially watching G1, all these fucking guys in New Japan doing the headbutts. But it's like, I hate it, but like, oh, man, when you do it right, I'm like, ah. Oh, no, it sounds terrible. Someone tried oh, to like mug- by accident. Oh, someone tried to mug me once, headbutted me, Bridget the Nose. Were there four of them? Did you lay their bodies motionless? So this guy headbutted me, <laughs> and then this other guy got me in a headlock, and I like elbowed him and just ran. Damn! And they didn't get my stuff. Wow! Yeah. So you had you have but my head hurt <laughs> <laughs> really hurt. Yeah, it must have hurt. Not until like the next day, because like, obviously adrenaline and yeah, fear, all that. Wow! You're like Ridge Holland. I'm Fridge Holland. <laughs> fridge Holland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's more of a fridge. Yeah. But... He is. <laughs> uh, Io Shirai. Is backstage. She's being interviewed, but she's 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 saying how she she starts speaking in Japanese, but she's saying I don't like Candice. I never have. I never will. But instantly, Candice and Johnny show up. She's also like, I don't, I don't respect her. I've beaten her before. Like, I have no respect for Candice. She's evil. She sucks. I hate her. She stinks and I don't like her. That's what Io Shirai says, basically. But Candace and Johnny show up. They interrupt her. Candace goes, oh, is this where you've been hiding? You didn't come congratulate me when I won earlier tonight. And Io now starts yelling in Japanese to both Johnny and Candace. <laughs> and while they're trying to separate, there's referees and the people trying to separate Candace and Io here. Um, Johnny <laughs> says... I don't know what you're saying, lady, but I don't like the way it sounds. <laughs> Johnny, yet again, stealing the show a second time. He's been on the screen three times tonight. And I, in, oh my God. I don't know what you're saying, lady. Oh my God. Fantastic. But it's interrupted by Damien Priest, who th- then attacks Johnny Gargano. And this is when they're separated. And it's, it's EO and, and Priest on one side and Gargano and, and, and Luray and Johnny's clearly like doesn't want to go at Priest, but Priest is like, "Come on, let's go." And Johnny's like, "Uh, we'll see." But he's acting tough. But that match is now announced for next week. Do you think Priest knows Evil's busy with the G One right now? Is he sliding in here? He's like, "Hey, you're really good at your job, yo. What are you doing later?" <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that's your line. Hey, bartender, you're really good at your job. What are you doing later? <laughs> At the Brady, tell me if I'm doing a good job. 
this was this was fine. I kind of like I I really like this, especially Johnny. He's so funny in this dick role, and it's uh, setting up the match for next week. Which yeah, the last time we saw Gargano and Larray in a tag match was really fun against yeah. Mia Yim and Keith Lee. I really enjoyed that one. So I think this could be uh, pretty good as well. Legit in wrestling, what's a better couple that put on like a couple match like that? There, it's not it's not often. Seth and Beth did the uh, Seth and. Uh, Becky did that thing, but oh, I yeah, it was, it, Corbin great. was in it, so obviously minus five stars. So like, I mean, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. That's what I was thinking. Wonder and Kurt was pretty. Good. It was good. <laughs> it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, I just think Johnny and, and Candice are great. So that's next week. Also next week, Shotzi Blackheart versus Dakota Kai in a match. But it's time. Are you ready? Yeah. The main event, the Gauntlet Eliminator, aka. We can't afford an elimination chamber. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) We only got five guys. One of them's got COVID. No, there was only five announced for this match. Uh, The Gauntlet Eliminator. This is a match where two guys start, and then every few minutes, again, other guy is added. But the only way to win is eliminating everyone. Last guy remaining is the number one contender for the NXT Championship against Finn Balor at TakeOver. No name. So it starts off... They they did this great. They're about to go to commercial before this match gets going. And they go, Gauntlet match is coming up next. And it's starting with these two. And then it shows the two guys walking to the rings first. Kyle O'Reilly and Kushida. Oh, take my money. I never yeah. I never came back from a smoke break from a commercial so quick <laughs> to see Kyle, cool Kyle, and Kushida start this off. And it started off just the way you thought it would with them just grappling. I wonder if these two were just like, hey, you want to just go like shoot out there? We'll just go play shoot, just fuck around and grapple. There's so much grappling. There's palm strike attempts from Kyle. We, we hear Tom and Beth going over like the cardio of these guys to be able to, to use their strength to go back and forth. Uh, I, I love this I mean, intro. It's only been two it's minutes. It's like two so minutes. Far. The cardio of these guys <laughs> is crazy. It's like, yeah, all right. Um, there's, Say that at the end of the yeah, match. <laughs> Kushida, who hits a handspring cartwheel like he always does. Um, we then have them kind of going at it, and I think it's Kyle who's kind of like smiling here that he's like getting this this offense in, but uh, getting this this opportunity here. It's it was really cool. The intro of this with them like going back and forth the graps is great. But colossal Bronson Reed, he's in. He's now throwing Kyle around. He tries to double Simone, drop both of them, but they get out of it. And there's the back spring elbow from Kushida to both guys. Kyle hits a submission armbar on Kushida. Sorry, Kyle's got a submission armbar on on Bronson Reed. Kushida like goes to break it up, and without like letting go of one hold, he lets go, but without even getting up, he then locks in a different submission yeah. on a different person. Looks great. This guy's a wizard. Uh, there's like. The hoverboard lock from Kushida to Bronson, who then lifts up Kushida. Uh, Kushida kicks Kyle off the top turnbuckle. Bronson's stunned, but staying on the top. And this is where your prediction came into play. And everyone groaned. You could just hear. Anyone who was watching NXT all over the world, you could hear the groan. As Velveteen Dream interferes in this match, hitting the Dream Valley driver on Kushida. Reed kind of didn't see it is kind of what I'm imagining. Yeah, I didn't like this distraction because basically it was Kyle got knocked to the outside and the ref's going, Kyle, you're right. You're right, Kyle. Kyle, are you okay? Hey, Kyle. And Bronson's like looking down as well. And you go, no one okay, saw this. Unless he's like legit 
her, in which case you would do this, like, for the safety of the performer. You don't do this in triple threat matches. People go sleeping on the outside all the time. It's... I thought it was a bit lazy, the distraction, and great, we get Dream. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I know. I know. But Reed, let's say he doesn't say see this. He decides to hit the tsunami splash off the top to Kushida, pinning him, eliminating him. Kushida at a takeover? Well, at least not in the title match, but it might be in a match with Dream. Yeah, it looks like that, that but, way. His but the, first takeover match ever. Against the Dream. Mm. Yeah, but this match continues. It's Reed and Kyle O'Reilly still in this, but then Thatcher is added to the ring. He comes down to the ring. Timothy Thatcher, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bronson Reed. Uh, Thatcher comes down to the ring, but it's almost like he gets shoved right away instantly, and then they go to commercial. When they come back, there's different switches. Each guy's trying to German each other. Finally, there's a German by Bronson Reed on, on just, there's Germans all over the place. But then the final entry the final gauntlet runner in this match. Cameron Grimes, who comes down to the ring like a rocket, jumps off the top turnbuckle with a cross body while still keeping his hat on. No one's got swag like that. He then takes his hat off, puts it on the other post, and starts wrestling in this match. Hits a moonsault to Thatcher. Uh, He's just on fire. There's a PK kick. There's all this stuff. Kyle gets a flying knee to Thatcher. There's Reed, who's like throwing Grimes into everyone. Reed hits a DVD, a powerbomb on Kyle. This is getting pretty crazy here. Uh, Bronson, then everyone's on the outside, and Bronson does a suicide dive onto everyone. The colossal suicide dive, if you will. Um, Remember in this match when he goes... Colossal! Uh, yeah. Yeah, don't do that again, Bronson. <laughs> you're cool. You're a cool yeah, guy. You're cool. Why are you don't doing that? Don't yell your. Yeah. Can you imagine if Stone Cold, Steve Austin, before hitting a stunner. Stone Cold! Or the stomps in the corner just went, Stone Cold! Yeah, it was weird. The uh, Cerebral Assassin! I'm going to give Bronson a break here because he does Road Warrior animal style power slam here. Yeah, yeah. man. Rock on. What a rush. Um, there's then a Uranagi on one guy onto another guy. He goes up top for the tsunami, but Thatcher rolls out of the way. He, there's no water in this pool, in this ocean. Kyle locks in a, like a, a knee bar. Sorry. Kyle runs at him with a knee and pins him. So Reed is now eliminated, but then Thatcher is on the attack to Kyle with an ankle lock who then counters that ankle lock into his own ankle lock. And now it's just a submission fight between Kyle O'Reilly and Timothy Thatcher. I love the the bit where Thatcher gets O'Reilly in a sleeper, but Kyle kind of applies. It's like his sort of half Boston Crab ankle lock yeah. to Grimes, Grimes, and he's holding it, but he's in the sleeper, and he eventually fades from the sleeper and therefore lets go of the hold, yeah. which allows Grimes to just attack him. It's great, and then breaks the whole thing up. It looked. It was really cool. I thought it was great. Oh, it was so awesome. Now Kyle gets back up, getting the offense. He's killing both of these guys. He sweeps the leg, but then Thatcher grabs him and does that Thatcher slap where he just wallops you, wallops Kyle here. Uh, but then Kyle rolls up Thatcher, but it's, it's, uh, it's sorry. It's Kyle who pins Thatcher here, yep. gets the, the elimination. So Thatcher is now eliminated. Thus, only two men in this match. One of these guys is going to take over Grimes and Kyle O'Reilly. Grimes runs at Kyle when he's getting up from that roll-up for the cave-in. But Kyle O'Reilly gets his foot on the rope as we all gasped. Uh, and then there's a there's a standoff between Kyle and Grimes. They get to their feet. 
Cameron Grimes says to Kyle, You think you're undisputed? You've never met a man like me. You're nothing like Adam Cole. He's the real man of the group. This uh, gets Kyle pissed off, who goes to a run at him, but he gets caught in the collision course. Only a two count. There's then a crazy exchange from both of them going back and forth, counter for counter. It all ends with the, the cave-in attempt, but it's blocked into a knee bar. Kyle O'Reilly with the submission. Cameron Grimes taps out instantly. Kyle O'Reilly is going to take over in the main event to challenge for the NXT world title. Cool, Kyle. I really like this match. Um, it allowed like a good, like long main event, but with variety as well. I, I like the format. I thought it worked really well. Um, really happy it's Kyle O'Reilly. I was wondering beforehand if they were going to go down the, the kind of champa route because they had that confrontation the other week. Yeah. It seems that they've dropped that and I'm perfectly happy with them dropping that. Um, I think this is going to be a fantastic match and hopefully let kind of the rest of the world see what a lot of us fans have already known for years about Kyle O'Reilly and that he's perfectly worthy of being in this position. Um, this match really excites me. Um, I loved, I loved the gauntlet. Um, at least we've got some direction. I'm not a fan of Dream and Kushida, but at least Kushida's gonna get a takeover match by the looks of it and at least we've got direction moving forward now towards this pay-per-view um but this was a solid main event for me yeah uh being honest i love this main event i thought this was maybe one of my favorite tv main events uh this year Mm. uh considering we're in a pandemic and wrestling's weird right now this was so much fun uh if there was a crowd here at full sale like in another world where there's no pandemic the crowd went nuts for this this was so much fun because all of them are like, they're, they're reaching for that next yeah. spot. They're, none of them have been in that spot. You know, that fatal, that, that four way that we had, the, the, the Iron Man one. It was awesome. It was fantastic. But we've seen all those guys. Yeah. We've seen them hi- like main event highlight all these different things and have epics and stuff. These guys, all these five guys tonight had like something to prove. And, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have minded if any of them, any of them won, because yeah. uh, it's something fresh and they're all really super talented. Um, it was really nice. Undisputed Era coming out after. It makes me think if they've, if they're maybe dropping like Roddy and Bobby being heels as well. Like mm. Adam Cole seems to have turned face, but the fact, well, Roddy was with Danny. The fact today, Roddy too. was with Danny earlier and, um, I mean, Bobby wasn't here, which I thought was a real shame because he's, the one with the most history with Kyle O'Reilly, right? Like they've yeah. teamed for so long. So no Bobby Fish here. It's just Roddy and Cole. And of course that leads us to to kind of wonder, you know, if he's okay, yeah. hopefully. Um, but it almost looks like Kyle is like, where's Bobby? But it's, I don't think that's... But it, part of me kind of goes, yeah, you, you could do this fracturing of the UE. But part of me just really liked seeing... Them come out. Cole and yeah. Roddy supporting him and being like, yeah, we've we've had our moments like we've won the North American we've won the world it's your turn now it, it was really nice um and yeah I'm, I'm fucking excited for yeah. this takeover now I'm super excited for this takeover look at this match graphic right here Kyle O'Reilly in the main event in a singles match for the NXT title against Finn Balor at takeover look um 
I'm super excited. I was cheering for him this whole match. Of course, I wanted to see Reed go to that next level or Grimes go to that next level, but I was cheering for Kyle in this match. How could you not? I think they realized, hey, wh- wh- where can we go in this this list of guys we have right now? Well, there's this story right here. Look at the story of Gargano, how he became yeah. what he is. This is totally and and obviously Kyle O'Reilly's been wrestling in you know in Ring of Honor New Japan for for years prior, and he's been killer like he's been amazing so i I really enjoyed this match i I would recommend checking if you're someone who maybe just listens to us and kind of cherry picks some matches i i love this gauntlet i think as well he's proven himself from not just a wrestling point of view but in all these undisputed segments he's cool he's the one that everyone always talks about oh kyle was so funny he was so entertaining so he's proved that he's got the personality as well i think this is a really good direction for NXT. I'm starting to really feel good about where NXT is going and I'm having faith in the brand again. But now, let's see if you, the listeners, still have faith in the brand mm-hmm. and go to some feedback. Yes, forum.postwrestling.com every Wednesday night when NXT is airing. We put it up there on the Post Wrestling Forum and you can write in and we'll read it here on the show. Yeah, so we're starting with Paul from New Jersey. The women's battle royal was booked perfectly. Ripley and Gonzalez booked uh, as the nullifying beasts, while Casey was really good in the Kingston role. Candice and Shotzi being the final two was exactly what it should have been with Candice winning. The two Gargano power trip is shaping up well. So badly want the NXT title to go straight to the moon, but this was fine. Happy for Kyle. Anything that washes the worst roar of the year away was appreciated. (laughs) This week's Kona observation... It looks like Mr. Reeves is not going to be in retribution. Hooray for small miracles. Yeah, true. Small victories. At least Kona can still be his own. We go to Eva from London. Five thoughts about tonight's NXT. Was it just me or did Birch and Strong make a really damn good team? I like Strong's chemistry with Birch more than Fish. And I love Fish. Yeah, I I agree. I thought they were really cool. They meshed well. Um, number two. Was I the only one who really turned off by the Azkaban trailer due to Rowling, Rowling's repeatedly sticking her foot in... Yeah, so they they were airing Harry Potter afterwards, and I know J.K. Rowling is in a lot of hot water. We were discussing this off the air. J.K. Rowling needs to just stop talking. Just just terrible, but that's a different topic. I don't know if we'll be reviewing Harry Potter anymore. (laughs) We thought about it. I mean, it's whether you believe in, you know, the death of the author concept that, like, as soon as it's written, it's out of an author's hands and it's owned by the public. So I think that's... You can still enjoy... Harry Potter. You can enjoy Harry Potter. But not the person. Yeah. Um, Number three, I sense a, a VD Kushida feud. Uh, double team dream. <laughs> Thanks, you caught that. Uh, hopefully not. If only Kushida was fighting venereal disease in the fight pit. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were going that way. Uh, number four, Baszler cuts a better heel promo, period, than Candace can. I had to mute the TV during her two talking segments tonight. Don't at me, Harrington. Uh, well, I'll at you right now. You said you muted the segment, so how could you know Candace couldn't cut a better promo than Shayna Baszler? And the last time I watched Shayna Baszler cut a promo was when I was watching The Muppets on Disney+. Plus. Um, number five, Cool Kyle is cooler than you, and you know it. All right, Shayna Baszler, super fan. I agree with you on that one, because Cool Kyle is super cool. 
We go to Hugh from Melbourne. I'm glad Candice is getting the title shot, but in kayfabe, how is she not suspended for that attack on Tegan? I think Rhea Raquel could easily be takeover, and since there's a draft in October, I think it'll be Rhea's last NXT match. I'm guessing the COVID outbreak reported at NXT is the reason we got the odd couple tag match, but it actually is the kind of thing Brizango would come up with. What I also liked about Brizango coming up with that, it felt to me that they were going, well, there's this weird battle royal for the women's. There's this weird gauntlet match for the men's. I want a weird match That's for my it title. It it worked. I thought it was great. Good match between Priest and Theory, but I'm still not sure why Johnny's getting the title shot. Has he even wrestled since last takeover? No, he's been fixing his TV. <laughs> Good news, Kushida might finally get on takeover. Bad news, he'll be wrestling Dream. Great gauntlet match overall. Everyone looked great with Kyle and Bronson standing out most, but Kyle was the right choice to main event a takeover. I think Bronson could lose in a TV title defense and be fine. As much as I would love a top Aussie champ, I think the North American title run is for him. Thanks for the tremendous podcast, as always. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you. We go to Mystery. Not sure how to feel about Lorraine Shirai at TakeOver. The match itself will be great, but I really hope they don't pull the title off Io right now. It's too early for her to lose it. Speaking of that, Priest Shirai versus Lorraine Gargano next week will be interesting, but I can't help think that Garganos are going to cheat to win. No idea who eats the pin, though. Cool Kyle is on his way to the title scene. Velveteen Dream needs to go away forever. Question of the week. Two questions. How do you guys feel about Zelina versus Asuka? Can't say I'm too thrilled of the prospect of it. Uh, I mean, we haven't seen too much of Zelina, but I give her a chance, I guess. Honestly, uh, I probably won't get a chance to watch it's it. The pre-show. It's in the pre-show, and I'm, I'll am i be setting up for the watch-along. Second question, who do you guys have winning between Candice and EO at TakeOver? I see EO. If we're going to do the... like Survivor Series isn't far off, and if we're going to be doing the kind of triple threat women's match like we had last year... Um, Oscar versus EO versus Sasha or Bailey sounds oh, that sounds awesome crazy to me. And as much as I love Candice LeRae, I, I feel like I'd rather see EO in that spot. Uh, look, if you listen to me, you know I love EO Shirai, but I I, I love Candice too. I, I think Candice is fantastic. Candice is probably one of the best women in in all of wrestling, in my opinion. She's really up there. But I I think EO should continue on with this streak. I think this feud can, this can be a feud we go back to years later yeah. in, in, you know, main rosters or whatever, because it's, it's already a created self-contained thing. We already are aware of it and it's great. I'm super excited for this match. I, I am. We go to crooked letter nine. The main event gave the show what it needed for a while now. Fresh faces at the top. As much as I love Gargano, Champa, and Cole, seeing Kyle O'Reilly run the gauntlet was a good story being told throughout the match. It almost made me get over seeing Kushida getting eliminated first. The women's battle royal was solid. Katanzaro getting the Kofi Kingston spot was, were creative. Her core strength is insane. Despite getting a weak build to take over, Io Shirai and Candice LeRae getting paired together again is a good thing with the script being flipped this time round. I bet Tegan Knox will factor into the picture. It was a solid episode that washed away the god-awful taste that War left. Seven rebound lariats out of ten. Yeah, Kyle O'Reilly does the, the same, what, the lunatic lariat kind of thing? Yeah. But it's not it lunatic, better, it's though. the cool lariat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we go to Charbel. The chosen one! He says, I said it in the past, I'll say it again, since Casey wears pants and she got really better. <laughs> 
boy. What's with pants and wrestling? Seriously, as she has everything to be a huge baby face on Raw or SmackDown, she just needs to wait that Ember Moon turns on her. I think he means... Ember Moon 2.0, he's saying. I think he's saying Caden Carter's like Ember Moon. Well, now they both... Did Casey recently change her gear to pants? I guess. Yeah, she used to wear short trunks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Candace and Gargano are still my highlights. I love to hate this couple. They're so over the top, and I think it's what's working with them. Breezango board was hilarious. Uh, Quinoa Wild. Quinoa Wild, Dane Birch, and Uno Lorcan. Why am I finding this shit funny? I never what li- has he taken tonight? <laughs> Charvel, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to continue here. I never liked those guys, and I don't know why I'm laughing. Uh, my crazy guess for the returning superstar is Sonya Deville. Jeez. Uh, question. Can I still be a world champ patron even if I said on Facebook that I liked Raw this week, or do I need to drink Purell to be pure again? Hey, I think- you can like whatever you want, Charbel. I don't think you should be drinking anything but just else. just stop taking whatever you've taken tonight. <laughs> he was drinking Purell tonight. You're not supposed to drink it. You're supposed to use it on your hands. We go to Sango from Malaysia. This is the first episode of NXT I followed since the start of the COVID era. All I know up to now is that Keith Lee won the world title, lost it, and has since been demoted to Raw. Great to see many of the more recent signees already contending for the belts. Feels just like yesterday when I saw Cameron Grimes and Bronson Reed fighting in the breakout tournament. A year later, they're mixing it up with the likes of Kushida for the world title. Kyle O'Reilly winning was a nice surprise, but it's weird to see him playing more of a babyface after years of healing it up. With other new faces like Shotzi and Jake Atlas rising up the card... Are there any more newcomers you recommend keeping an eye on? Raven. <laughs> Here's to more up next. Thank um, you. Yeah, Thank- I think um, I think people you wouldn't be familiar with, Santos Escobar and Isaiah Swerve Scott, are always really entertaining. Um, who else is there? Honestly, they've we, done a great job with like the Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. The five I've, guys tonight. I've been did. really enjoying Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, as you said, but you you saw them tonight. Yeah, just across the board, there it's a rebuilding phase, and it's really nice to see these guys starting to step out. And what about? Step up. I know the, the Raw Underground is totally taking the like NXT people that they're not using, like Arturo Huas. Yeah, Art- I'm keep messing yeah, his no, name no, up. That's right. But uh, he was someone I thought for sure he would get like a slot here in NXT, and he hasn't been anywhere to be seen except on Raw Underground, apparently. So yeah, just weird. There's a few guys at one point where they were definitely testing the waters with, but then kind of just disappeared. Well, who else went to evolve for a while, and then evolve D- evolved? Went, yeah, just <laughs> went. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. He, a few. he was someone I I. I really enjoyed it. You know, I'd definitely like to see more of. I, I, I mentioned we'll be talking about AEW on Up Nextra tomorrow with our Dynamite review, but I did check out that that Ben Carter on AEW, and he was fucking lit. Talk about yeah. a 22-year-old already having a killer match the first time I've ever seen him. I was like, dude, I'm in. But there's definitely some 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 cards, in the sl- aces in the sleeve of, of NXT, I'd say. Uh, thank you, everyone, for feedback there. We appreciate you guys writing in. It felt like a lot this week. We I think people are excited about Cool Kyle. Yes. I think so. Um, so, as we mentioned earlier, thank you for everyone for joining us tonight and listening wherever you find us. But we have another free show. We've got two free shows, actually, coming out tomorrow. We have 
Batman, 1989. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Jack Nicholson. Michael Keaton. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? You can with us tomorrow. That'll be coming out on this very feed tomorrow. If you do want to listen to the Batman 1966 film with Adam West, it's available for Cruiserweight, so only $2.05 gets you that show. But also for free tomorrow on the Patreon, hear the new episode of Shot in the Dark with Sino Evil, uh, where he's talking about pretty much all the shows that aren't covered by myself, Braden, John, and Way. Yes. Uh, there'll be kind of NXT UK talk, 205 Live, obviously AW Dark. Um, I imagine some talk maybe about the G1. Lots and lots of stuff there from John Sino. And that'll be coming out for free on our Patreon. So just patreon.com forward slash up next. You don't need to be registered. Just click download. But like we said earlier, for only five bucks a month gets you that Batman show. Gets you every show we've ever put out. The Room, Back to the Future, the G1 2016, Best of the X Division. Look at all of these reviews we've done. Looking at this catalog, we've done a year now of Patreon, which is, you know, congrats to us. Congrats to everyone. Thanks for everyone for, for supporting us and even just listening to this very show. But... Yeah, five bucks lets you access every show we've ever done. And we've done a lot looking at this. We have a lot of weird, like, how do we go from one thing to another is beyond me. But we continue to do it. So uh, look for our Clash of Champions 1, Sting versus Ric Flair. That's coming out this week as well on the Patreon. And all the shows, go check us out. Support the BD. Support us here. You can also support us by going to ProWrestlingTees.com. Slash up next. If you want to get a up next t-shirt, I saw someone in the Facebook group today was like, Hey, I ordered a shirt from you guys. Well, thank you very much. Uh, but you know who else we should thank? Who? We should thank some of our patrons. Yes. Who allow us to keep this show for free each and every week. Um, and I want to start off by saying thank you to Robert Rose. Thank you, Robert Rose. Thank you to Aniello de Angelis. Should we give all these people retribution names? (laughs) (laughs) So. Annie the Axe. Yeah, that's right. To Daniel Lloyd, who check out our Batman show because he's composed a awesome new yeah, intro for remix us. remix of our that. theme song. Check out on the Batman review tomorrow. So, what? 8-Bit would be his name, I yes, guess. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Philip, Philip Claycomb. He's, the, he's Clay. He's just Clay. Thank you, Philip. Thanks, Philip. Trevor Struthers. I love saying that name. Struthers. The Strut. Strut. Yeah. Thank you, Struthers. T-Strut. 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 <laughs> thank you, Struthers. And do you have some thank yous? There? Yes, I do. Thank you to Richard Waterhouse. Which I think Waterhouse is a good retribution name. Uh, thank you to Terry Rodriguez. There's another ro- T-Rod. T-Rod. <laughs> thank you to Jason Hagholm. I may be messing your name up, but Jason is a longtime listener. I know for sure. He just signed up to be a world champion. I know he's trying to get into that up your show. He needs to. Pick, he's going to pick something down the line. I know it. But thank you, Jason. The Hag. The Hag. The Hag. <laughs> Jason the Hag. Thank you, Jason. Uh, thank you to Omar Espinoza. Yeah, that's, that's an awesome name. Let's ruin it. What should we call him? That would be a lit wrestling that's a great name. Wrestling Omar Espinoza. Yeah, I don't know. They would ruin it. And thank you to Andy Papa Giorgio. Uh, there's a Papa Giorgio. He's the Papa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, T Papa. A Papa. Thank you to you people for being patrons to our Patreon and supporting us. Thank you for listening to this show every Wednesday slash Thursday or whenever you're listening to this, wherever you may be. We're still in a pandemic. Are we in a lockdown? Who knows? Uh, stay safe. We're not. We're Take not. care of yourselves. 
wherever maybe someone somewhere is in a lockdown and all you can do is listen to us talk about wrestling and batman and shit but thank you we appreciate you uh, i myself brayden harrington you can find me on twitter and i'm on instagram at the bray d and you can find me at davy portman join the up next twitter at up next podcast and the facebook group and facebook page i believe we did a poll but we'll get to that in the future we'll announce that next week yeah, yeah definitely definitely so take care of yourselves be safe and i don't know what you're saying lady but i don't like the way it sounds ahoy oh and uh cool kyle's going to take over Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard to recycle plastics can be so much more participate in the hefty energy bag program happening in your neighborhood today you're a holiday powerhouse you host the dinners shovel neighbors sidewalks and make everything from scratch you definitely don't need help making the holidays happen but duncan's holiday blend coffee a warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt, especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.